0: Hey, this is Jesse,
1: George, and Robert,
0: and you're listening to BitBytes, Bit an analytical discussion about gaming. Thanks for joining us.
1: There are some consoles on the horizon, and we're inviting Mark into the conversation because he's somewhat of an expert and has an Yo expert guys. opinion that he wants to share with us. Expert video gamer. We love yes. experts'
2: opinions on our on our podcast. <laughs>
1: Welcome, expert. <laughs> so we have, uh, now we have an expert in each corner, and I think this conversation could be thought about as kind of like a battle. Three, two,
0: one, go! Ooh. So, oh, in, oh, in the PlayStation like, corner, we have
3: Jesse Compton. Dun, dun, dun. We need intro music for each person now.
0: Wait, wait, wait. I'm going to try to attempt to make the PlayStation logo noise. What?
1: <laughs> <laughs> And in the Xbox corner, we have two contenders, so you've actually got quite a bit of a battle ahead of you, Jesse, because Uh you're outnumbered, significantly outnumbered, two to one. Mm -hmm. Mark's in the Xbox corner. Shh, don't betray me yet.
2: (laughs) George, are you in the Xbox (laughs) corner? (laughs) It's too early to betray me. (laughs) I would say somewhat Xbox, more so PC corner.
0: I think we're gonna set aside PC for this conversation. Yes, because we did that last time too. bad taste.
2: No, no, I'm I'm, I'm Xbox corner. Right.
0: Basically, I don't think this is indicative of who we're siding with. It's just our play experience, right?
3: No, it's both. What? Yeah, no,
1: definitely.
0: Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. No. Everything's a competition, You're Jesse. On the sand, <laughs> it was a competition <laughs> engine.
0: I came out to have a good time, and I'm feeling so attacked right now. <laughs>
3: Hands for a thrown.
0: <laughs> I drop my glove on the floor. <laughs> the gauntlet has it's a been white thrown. glove. Just if the glove with fits. the PlayStation logo on it.
2: It's true. And uh, Robert in the Nintendo corner?
0: I think we're all in the Nintendo corner. Let's not get carried That's away fair. Yeah, we are
1: all in the Nintendo corner. Mm-hmm. Nintendo please. I don't know yes. yet. You guys haven't sold me. Robert's yet. on uh, yes. neutral we territory. Can work on it. No, you can work on it. Yeah, no. I might serve more as, a, uh, as an objective moderating voice in this conversation. Okay. Yeah, you can be the referee. Yeah. Yeah. I'm outside the ring. You guys can <laughs> beat each other up and have yeah. fun with that. Mm-hmm.
0: Mark, I'm uh, going to try to get you on the PlayStation 5 bandwagon.
3: Oh, no, you can try. Um, but will you succeed? We shall see.
0: Okay.
3: Once you see it, it's it's love at first sight, right? I have seen it. It's true. It is a beautiful console. I like it better look-wise than the Xbox. I will say that.
2: Ooh! Ooh already the throwing punches? Was? Betraying oh, can, your corner? I didn't
3: say betraying. I <laughs> just said I better costume, that's all. Oh, okay. The costume uh. design was amazing. You can, oh. you can dress up a turd all you want, but... It's only skin deep.
0: <laughs>
1: oh. <laughs> you, you can't technically... I found this we'll out
2: a couple <laughs> weeks <laughs> ago. You can actually polish a turd. What? <laughs> 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 Believe it or Let not, not uh, it a li- uh, somebody has actually polished a lion's <laughs> turd and it's like bronzed.
0: <laughs> what? This was uh, prompted because recently Xbox just had their.
2: It's their live stream uh, showcase that they, you know, all their first party titles that are coming in the, the foreseeable yes, future. And
0: then PlayStation had theirs a few weeks ago, so. You know, the buzz is, it's like, it's the battle again. New gen coming Mm -hmm. out, holiday 2020.
2: Yeah. I feel like this particular, this era of console gaming is more fierce than what it's been in the past. That's just the general vibe that I've gotten. It's more fierce, I think, from the player base. I don't, I mean, I don't know how it's been, like, on the Sony PlayStation side, but I know, like, from watching the the live showcase from xbox on youtube i shouldn't have done it but it, they had those live uh, comment feeds going as they were like showcasing <laughs> oh, no. stuff and that stuff was like so toxic you saying it was xbox players being toxic what i don't buy it no, <laughs> no. <laughs> no. i prefer the term i i prefer the term passionate
1: <laughs> is that because you were one of the commenters? That <laughs> sounded
0: defensive.
3: <laughs> yeah, I would say. Well, no,
1: I no. not
0: deny I, it. I was not, I did not view the PlayStation live comment feed, but. Um.
3: <laughs> well, that's mostly because it's like bliss. four-year-old dads that are just kind of trying to escape their children for a little while. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, maybe uh, maybe Xbox players feel like they need to have a comeback. Maybe that's why they're so, quote, passionate. <laughs> this last generation, PlayStation 4 very much outsold the Xbox One. Um, both were introduced in 2013, and since then, PS4 consoles have sold 109 million units. And then Xbox only sold... I mean, they don't disclose... Xbox doesn't disclose their numbers, but it's been estimated... Because they're hurt.
2: (laughs) Their feelings are hurt.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, To to have sold 49 million, so... Double. Um, And then, of course, Nintendo's just out there doing their thing, and even though they released their console, uh, the Switch console, four years later, they surpassed Xbox One with 53 million units sold, so...
3: Now, I will say (laughs) this, and I might be wrong, but I'm trying to remember the last time we talked. Didn't Xbox One didn't it come out originally and it was like everything's going to be digital and a lot of people were furious with that and they went to the playstation
0: Mm. and
3: i think that is might be skewing things because xbox does have discs Mm. so i think that like the first outsell was just kind of like misinformation, so that's them trying to do something new, which I all know you guys love Nintendo for them trying new things. <laughs> so innovative. <laughs> so, and guess what's happening now? Everything's going digital. It'd be really so. nice if
2: they tried new things with their uh, game pricing.
0: <laughs> Ooh. Oh, man. Ooh. <laughs> well, that's what's interesting about this next gen is, I don't know about the Xbox One X is doing, but... The PlayStation, they were very clear. They had their back to back. They showed side by side. You have the digital version and you have the disc version, so you can
3: choose. Back to back, as in like like there was a, a visual difference there was between
0: a, the two. Yeah, like they showed when they revealed the full console. They showed two consoles. They showed a digital version <laughs> and they showed a disc is version. Is the digital one cheaper? We no prices have been released for either.
3: I hope it is because it makes. I mean, you're getting less hardware.
2: There's a lot of speculation because it's kind of uh, presented in a thing of like there's it's like the iPhone, right? You got your main one, then you got the pro one, then you got the light one. But I think that's kind of what they're going that Mm -hmm. route with the consoles uh, today, because there'll be the one where it's like you want all the bells and whistles or do you want, you know, something that's just going to get you into that, you know, next gen arena or do you want kind of the the the. Kind of both worlds, the cheaper price, but not all the bells and whistles, so basically what you're saying
3: is the new PlayStation is trying to do what the old Xbox originally tried to do,
0: but they're not they're giving you the option
3: oh the option right,
0: clear cool. the best of both worlds
2: well, I mean, you've always had your slim versions of the consoles since like the PlayStation two, right, or even the PlayStation one, you had your slim version
3: did they have did they have a slim version of one?
2: it may have came out much later but yeah they probably had some sort of variation
0: so what's xbox one x are they doing disc two or just digital
3: oh no i think they have a disc yeah i'm I'm pretty pretty sure sure they have this the xbox was like they were very adamant to say this has a disc drive
0: the one x the new one the new yes the series Mm -hmm. x not the one X I know it's confusing They they can't
3: come up with numbers it would be awesome if they just did one it's a bunch of IT people
2: in a company you can't expect them to you know market themselves super well we've seen the consoles, we've seen, you know, the controllers, we've seen the games, we've seen, you know, the hardware specs at least on paper. And now that we've had both, you know, they they're both kind of promising two different things and you're hearing mixed things from different people on that and I think that's part part of why I was saying earlier that it's so fiercely because there's like there's more tier pricing tiers, there's more models, there's just so many different options. And I thought it would be cool to kind of, you know, for us what is important to us not just from obviously the games which is the main thing that I think we're all you know going one way or the other with you have gaming content that is generally kind of moving towards just a purely online digital marketplace all that to say that both Sony and Microsoft are kind of promising two different types of angles on how they're you know approaching so I thought we could go over in general, just kind of what they're both kind of promising uh, from a console hardware perspective, and then like a features perspective, and get our takes on on both of them.
0: In one corner we have the Xbox Series One. X X
2: what? Again, <laughs> I looking, no.
0: so. <laughs> um. Yeah, so, like, the the standard 60 frames per second, 4K with potential 8K compatibility. But people really aren't buying 8K TVs yet, so...
2: Because they're expensive.
0: Uh, because they're really expensive. So, But the hardware is up to that speed, up to that level for whenever everyone else catches up. So,
1: can, can we pause here real quick? Yeah. So, just, a, it's very small sample size, but just the people involved in this conversation to what extent is it a top priority for you when you're console shopping specifically not just not thinking about gaming experience across the board but if you're in, invested in consoles you know pre- presumably there's some attraction to the exclusives and everything but mm-hmm. like the fidelity like it it being a consistent 60 frames it being 4k resolution all this stuff is that something that everyone has on their mind like would it be so important that it's a deal breaker because it seemed to be something that was being harped on a lot in the, the pitch for
3: this. For me, it's not. Like, I mean, I'm playing games to have fun, so I'm not really looking necessarily for, like... I mean, 60 frames is great. 4K is great, like, to have because it's kind of future-proofing it. A.K. will we ever get there maybe that's great if we don't like i'm not worried about that but that's really kind of what goes through my mind is when i'm buying something is like is it gonna last me four or five years like 4k a lot of stuff isn't even in 4k yet so i mean that kind of thing it's more about to me when i'm looking at things is where's my community at and what kind of what type of games do i like to play so it's like do i like to play multiplayer games i love single player like great story games but When I have a choice, it's, you know, where are my friends at? What are they doing? What do they want to play? And that's basically just going to be Xbox.
0: 60 frames per second be more important for multiplayer games?
2: If you want to be really competitive. Yeah. Yeah. To me, there's something to be said about the 60 frames per second being a more lifelike, realistic aspect. It's a truer to life representation. Now, you could you can argue because, you know, cinema, you know, movies are still 24 that, you know, is that more is that more realistic or is it the, you know, kind of your sports broadcast aesthetic that's more important in gaming because gaming is all about immersion, Right. Right.
1: Right, yeah, for some people, yeah, it is. Or maybe it's immersion, but just different kinds. Because, like, Mm -hmm. I think for, I'm speaking on your behalf a little bit, George, so tell me if I'm wrong. But I know, George, you play stuff online pretty consistently, and I think that's part of your attraction text box. Mark was just saying the same thing. So it's like, I don't know, the fidelity of the connection or, Mm -hmm. you know, I guess it increases the immersion of kind of being with them in whatever the virtual space is. And then yeah. obviously all the single player stuff will fall suit. Mm-hmm.
2: I don't know if it says so that the multiplayer has to be immersive, but I think it has to be consistent. Um, that you're constantly hitting a bar of like you're not getting disconnected from games. You're not paying, you know, like a ridiculous amount of money to get certain online features. Um, yeah, Do you
1: want them? We're going to put them in a little box and you can roll the <laughs> dice.
2: And <see> if you <laughs> get it. No. Uh, Part of my hesitation in the past has been with the PlayStation is just the online experience. Not just from a multiplayer perspective but just like the ecosystem as a whole. Like I was reading an article the other day that PlayStation charges its uh, players to, as a subscription base, to do cloud saves.
0: I personally like I don't, I just have a hard drive next to my PlayStation for
2: Right. And it makes sense for PlayStation that you wouldn't necessarily need it because you have your singular console. You're always playing on that console. You're not really going to play anywhere else. But for like Microsoft's standpoint is like they now have a lot of their games or you can play them on the console. You can play them on a PC. They're about to launch uh, X Cloud, which is currently in beta, which is you can play on your phone even. And so having that ability to kind of jump, you know, in between and, you know, all over the place without having to start from scratch all the time is like a, is a must, right? And then they probably have improved it. Obviously, I don't have a PlayStation, but their online multiplayer aspect has struggled in the past to be as consistent as, you know, the Xbox Live um, system as in
3: connectivity or like constant community playing is it hard to find games or what do you mean by consistent
2: I think it's the connectivity because I want to say they even had issues with like you know at at one point with like voice chatting even with people like getting your friends together getting in a party being able to talk to each other and then you know going and playing whatever games you want to play I've never had any issues really you know any of that kind of stuff with the Xbox side
0: I
3: will say that trying to start a party in on a PlayStation is a lot harder than it is on an Xbox. It's like two buttons away, and then you've you've got like eight people in, and you can start playing.
0: Well, I can't really speak to the uh, online aspect of the PS4. But that's not what's attractive
3: the... about a PS4, though.
0: Yeah. That's not why you a, get a PS4. It's the single-person experience.
3: And exclusives.
0: And exclusives, yeah.
3: Which are amazing.
0: But I will say this next generation seems like Sony's trying to compete a bit with, in terms of online and cloud save because they have their, what is it, PlayStation Now? And they're they're spouting about how uh, cloud saves are going to be a big part of their storage solution. I was going to say to answer, Robert, to answer your question about the 60 frames per second, 4K, 8K, I'm really tempted to say, like, no, that's not needed for me at all. Like, I was raised on Nintendo, that (laughs) low-res, it's more, like, artfully done to compensate for your lack of pixels and frames. But, like, that's Nintendo. When I go onto PlayStation, all of the games I have on PlayStation are, like, beautiful, like Horizon, Spider-Man, like, Mm -hmm. Star Wars Battlefront, um... Jedi, Fall in Order. Like it's, they're all beautiful, and that's part of the reason I like them so much. So, it's almost like, well, of course, like <laughs> uh, having a really good uh, GPU and CPU and able to run beautiful games like that is part of the reason why I invest in PlayStation for those experiences that look beautiful. Mm-hmm. So, I guess I can't say no. That doesn't matter when it comes to the PlayStation. Okay, I need that. I mean, I don't have a TV that can do 4K and the 60 frames per second. I don't think I need that as... I just don't want it dipping under 30, which sometimes happens with (laughs) Nintendo stuff. But (laughs) I just, I think the difference between 30 and 60 isn't as noticeable to my eyes, but I'm an old person now, so... (laughs) Thank you so much. Yeah, I I I think it's almost like if you don't have that, it's just stand if you don't have that that in the new console generation, it's sort of a giant like eyebrow raise. Like what are you doing if you don't have that? So
2: Yeah, and I could also imagine too that uh for people that have never played like PC games, which is like 60 FPS has been kind of a thing that's been fairly achievable for a while now and it's just now that consoles after what, like the fourth generation of consoles that we're just now getting into a place where we can get at 60 FPS. I think maybe people that have never really had any brush or experience with 60 FPS would be like, okay, well, that doesn't really, like, I don't,
0: why should I care about that, you know? To be fair, anyone that cares so much about FPS and resolution are already going to be having their master <laughs> Sweet build sweet <laughs> on their pc like, i don't
2: uh-huh.
0: I, I think that's not going to be the um make it or break it moment for the next gen consoles
2: absolutely
1: well so that's not even the difference between what's on offer right like between the two brands and between the, the different mm-hmm. models they're all achieving that tier yeah mm-hmm. that's why i think it's really interesting that like it's been harped so much i guess that's what i'm really asking about is like it seems like they had the sense that their audience and their player base that they're trying to sell to had this demand for the top tier visual fidelity and so they like really you know made sure that we understood that that was being delivered on
3: or maybe it's just between the two like you know they're like oh well, Xbox is going to be doing this or PS4 is going to be doing this, and they hype each other up until their point they're like look this is what we have to make the standard in order for we don't just keep going back and forth over this.
1: Yeah, so maybe it wasn't asked for, but maybe it's just a competition. Yeah, it's a competition. I think it's
0: just a general critique of consoles. Like, hey, consoles, why would we, why would you have another generation if you're not going to up drastically it. up? Yeah. Like, why would we buy a new one? Like, it just becomes the <laughs> the Apple iPhone, like, planned insignificance.
2: So that's another thing, too, that's kind of an interesting play for both because uh, both co- both uh, companies are promising backwards compatibility, right? The tricky thing with that is, even with current, like I don't know about Sony, but for Microsoft, they're promising like their first party exclusives that are coming to their ecosystem of consoles are coming to the the previous generation as well for two years. At least that's what they promised. Which is like, okay, yeah, that's great, but. You are somewhat limited in the scope and scale at which you can do certain things. You have a new console, but you now have to make that that exclusive title available for previous generation hardware.
3: So, like, right now, Xbox, you can play Xbox 360 games. Like, you can get, the, like, the old, and it, like, goes into the old interface, and, like, you're yeah. playing an Xbox 360 game. And I, this is just completely speculative, so... My assumption would be is that there would be two versions of the game. one they would have it for a one and then they would have it for an X and you could buy either one and one is going to be obviously the newest one is going to be a little bit better or like look nicer or work differently and it'll be an older one that works for the one um, and probably can play on the X, but it will be either like lesser graphics or, like maybe a little more clunky or something like that because what i remember i remember playing shadows of war on the ps3 and it would cut to black during all cutscenes. it would just be voiceover and just be black um so like i don't think that they're going to make that mistake again
1: Oh, my gosh. It's like, how do we get around this? Like, the hardware can't handle it. It's like, well, we just don't show it.
3: Yeah, we just, it would, like, I was like, okay, awesome, cutscene. It hey, would will literally just go to black with subtitles.
1: I'm just
0: worried about, okay, they say it's backwards compatible, but at some point, anyone who has a disc game is going to get screwed. Mm-hmm. I could see people who started buying digital, even on a disc console, being able to play that digital version. Because, you know, they're all... Longer. Both are saying that right now. Like, and y- we're going to give you a free upgrade to that game that you bought for the PS4 the Xbox One. Uh, X? <laughs> well, the Xbox One. <laughs> we're going to do that free upgrade because all the games that have been made in the past couple of years are close enough that they're able to do that. But, like, that's not... Is that going to be the case for people who bought discs, versions of the game? Uh, like...
3: Probably not.
0: So it's like, I'm tempted to just start going digital even though Mm -hmm. i personally don't like it because i i mean we've had discussions about this it's more control to the company but um
3: also just used game stores are just dropping like flies
0: yeah so i'm just i feel like i'm sort of being forced into it in this next generation Mm -hmm. to protect myself moving forward
3: And even a further step than that, like the subscription now of Mm -hmm. like, oh, Xbox, you know, pass of like, you get all the games and, you know, 50, 60 games for five bucks a month or whatever it is at this point. Yeah. It's like pushing even farther past just owning it digitally. It's the subscription every month on top of online or whatever else.
0: So it's like they say the backwards compatible. That's like the magic phrase to get people to be like hyped for your console but uh, how long can that last
1: it sounds nice but maybe not so much in practice
0: yeah
3: however i will say this about um digital games is as an xbox player and a playstation player i think you can do this actually i know you can do this is you can share like Mm -hmm. i share all my games with a buddy in like a whole different state thousand miles away we have the same game so we can split the price of it if we want that's a good point. Like we can play together. We we both know we have the exact same game downloaded. I know Xbox makes it way easier to download those games than PlayStation.
0: But corporate interests being what it is, mm-hmm. once we go full digital, they take away that ability.
3: And we riot. and we are rioting
0: like you already uh, i don't know it's just it's a giant question mark and i think we're going to be forced a direction anyway but the it just makes me think about backwards compatibility is that going to be such a big Mm -hmm. plus in the future
3: to that note though about taking it away i don't think they will because people who have multiple consoles in their house don't want to buy multiple different versions of the game and that's how it all started. It's the family a, sharing thing. It's yeah. a family sharing thing of like, yeah, like you have an Xbox in one room, you have an Xbox downstairs or whatever. I'm
0: just waiting for a damn to break though when it comes to like everyone knows, everyone shares video streaming passwords. We were just talking about before we recorded how we share with our families and our friends. I was friends. Say Netflix, yeah. It's mm-hmm. like wait until yeah. the full dependence on it and then they find a way to lock people out based on their IPs or whatever.
1: Yep. As soon as that tech is developed, it'll yeah, infiltrate they're gonna everything. They're going to do it. Like, mm-hmm. It's yeah. the
0: way to make more money when you already have everyone subscribed. So that's just mm-hmm. my fear for video games, too.
1: This is really weird, but I'm tempted to say on the like quote-unquote backwards compatibility front that Nintendo does it in a way that I approve of with a major caveat, which is stop making it something that we have to pay for from scratch all over again every time a new console comes out but with the exception of that i feel like the they do like these virtual consoles so instead of oh you have the disc for this game you know you would be able to play the digital version on the new console because you already invested in that game they basically upload in a in a catalog so basically like you get a piece of software that virtually runs all of the old original Nintendo games, all the Super Nintendo games, all the blah, 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 blah. You don't have this awkward, like, having to straddle every time a new console comes out. Mm -hmm. You don't have to play this weird in-between game and then be at the mercy of either Microsoft or Sony and how they handle it. I mean, at least in theory, as long as the Nintendo console that you have works and you've paid for the virtual console game you can play it indefinitely you know specifically with the Switch it's like the the perfect home and they are adding stuff they've got some stuff for the original Nintendo they've got some stuff for Super Nintendo and they are adding stuff to it actively comes with your subscription so you just get access to everything which is that's a major upgrade in terms of the structure because it used to be a pay per game model but yeah I mean it just like I think all around like no matter how it's handled there's something to be desired there Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm So. Agreed. Yeah.
2: I don't know about Sony's model, but I know from the Microsoft Xbox standpoint, the one thing that's kind of, because now with hardware having the ability to be like, you know, far sig- significantly less load times, that is going to play into, as we're already seeing with the new Ratchet and Clank game, where you can kind of jump from all these different worlds seamlessly. My concern is, you know, if you take that into Microsoft's model with, you know, its first party games now being available for not just the future architecture, but the previous architecture is like some of that stuff feels like it can be game breaking on top of like, I feel like there are certain compromises that you may have to make, you know, with a future game, you're not able to kind of push as far as you want to go because, Not only do you have to make it for the next gen, you also have to make sure that it can still behave to a point where it's not going to be game breaking if you pull so much stuff back. I I sensed a little bit of that with just the current rollout of what little gameplay they had for uh, some of the games that were coming in the the Xbox uh, showcase. Uh, That it felt like graphically and maybe maybe it's just the limitation from the developer standpoint. I don't know, but it felt a little lackluster, especially like the new Halo Infinite game.
1: Yeah, what is that? Halo is known for her just being the absolute prime example of visual fidelity. Like, when Halo 3 came out, it blew minds. Yeah. Like, I don't know if we saw alpha
2: footage or something. But well, and compared to, like, we saw a trailer last E3 for the new Halo Infinite, and to me, it blew me away. Like, the visual fidelity and everything just, like, looked absolutely amazing. And when they showed... Uh, aside from the cinematic trailer that they showed, uh, the actual gameplay stuff took a hit. Like it was not the same graphic, fidelity that they kind of teased in the trailer from last year.
0: Yeah, it makes you wonder if it's like a, this is what could be, but we're not there yet.
2: Right, and what I think they're not there yet is because there's part of the issue is there's having to backwards compatible. So it's like you can't push it so, so far forward that, you know, nobody else, they, you can't, you can, there's so, only so far that you can push it, that you have to bring it back down before it becomes game breaking. If that makes sense. Yeah. I
3: wonder like in the future, if we're going to be seeing like, this is Xbox one gameplay trailer, and this is going to be Xbox X, like gameplay trailer, like they're going to be different and we'll see like how much they have to bring it back or how much they can right. bring it back. Personally,
2: I'm I am totally okay with them ditching the previous generation. I know that might be like a huge gasp for some people, but
3: it would make more sense. Like if they just like came out with new games with a new system. And but what I would like though is on the new system be able to play my old Xbox One games. Like, just like you can play Xbox 360 games. Right. But all the new games, just being on the new one and just having it at that. Because people who have Xbox Ones, we still have plenty of games that we can be buying and playing and all that kind of stuff. I don't think it's... Yeah. Like, you're going to be really... I mean, you'll be missing out because it's, you know, it's the new thing. Everyone will be talking about it, but there's plenty of games out there to keep yourself busy. And not everyone's going to switch over immediately anyway, so you'll still have plenty of people to play with. I
1: agree. (laughs) I'm on the same boat as both of you. I agree.
0: I mean, I guess I just don't understand why... You think, you know, there's there's plenty of emulators on PC for the older stuff like they wouldn't get to a point where, Mm -hmm. oh, yeah, the hardware is top notch and there's just an app emulator.
2: That's essentially what it is, because they're having to emulate because there's new architecture. They're having to emulate the old games or they're having to rework it. So it does fit on the new hardware.
3: I think where the roadblock is, is not that they um, want to appease players it's that they want to make sales yeah they know that everyone's gonna buy the brand new system and then have the cash to go out and buy all these new games they want to be able to sell the the game that they're about to release on both of them so they can capitalize on the most money and it just becomes like what's better in the long run versus their quick initial sales is what they're looking at. Yeah.
0: We'll get there in the long run. It's just they're going to get there so much slower because of the backwards mm-hmm. compa- compatibility bit.
2: And it's interesting, too. I don't know what uh, this kind of raises a question, too. But like, I don't know about the PlayStation now, but I know for the subscription Xbox Game Pass, like all of their first party title exclusives that are coming, you're going to get free with the, the subscription.
1: What really like even uh, yeah? Infinite?
2: Like all wow. their first-party games are going oh, wow. into the the Game Pass.
1: What is the reasoning with that? Why wouldn't they charge sixty a pop for everything?
2: Because it's the to push people to push, well, into the subscription. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I think it's it's cuz they feel like Microsoft feels that that's where the future of gaming is going. It's you know like where movies went to, you know, net, the streaming. It's the Netflix, it's the Amazon Prime, it's mm-hmm. the Hulu. I mean, you have Google Stadia now, which is like it's all a stream. I personally like that idea of, you know, Their first party titles are going to stay there forever. They're not going away. Whereas, like the other third party titles, they kind of have in kind of a loose rotation. But if you have your cloud saves, it's like next time that that game comes in rotation, you can pick up where you left off. And if you like it so much, they even have discounts uh, for those games on the subscription service. So you get like 15 or 20% off um if you're like hey i want to actually keep this game
0: that's a great way i think for demoing games i would totally be interested in like in that as a way to demo games and then
3: well they actually do that on xbox for free they'll have like i think it's this might date when we are talking but I think lead the last weekend or this weekend is like free for honor or something like that.
0: Yeah, it's just, it's and random when it whole. comes up. Yeah. To me, yeah. it's like, I don't know, we were talking about Overcooked. We're like, oh, it looks interesting, but we'd love to try it out. But because we're way past the initial release date, the demo is not available.
2: It's really fun. It man. is really fun. Oh, you, played oh, you have Overcooked? <laughs> <laughs> what? Yes. Pure I, played pressure, pure oh, pressure. I played it. Oh, my
0: God. Hey, my cat wants to do some audio mixing. <laughs> on the table?
2: So, yeah, all that to say is Microsoft's pushing really, really hard for that. And people are even saying online, too, that they're not really necessarily trying to heavily compete with the model that Sony is presenting of. It's all about the exclusives and it's buying the individual games where it's there. The one thing I am concerned about with, though, is because now Microsoft has all their exclusive studios, Uh, that they, uh, you know, bought up in the last four or five years. My concern is because Sony is very comfortable and experienced with doing uh, first party exclusives and a variety of them that Microsoft still is kind of new. Granted, they've had their Gears of War. They've had their, um, you know, Halo and stuff, but they have a much larger library of first party studios now. And I'm concerned with, which was kind of what I felt in the live showcase, that I don't know how well they're going to deliver on the exclusives. Like, are these exclusives going to be these really amazing games? Or is it going to be kind of like, oh, these are like a B-plus or like an A-minus type of, you know, experience?
0: You know, if you put down $60 on a PlayStation exclusive, you're getting quality. But no, you're not... Tr- it's unsure whether you're going to get that with these up and coming recently purchased exclusive studios yeah
1: specifically so um rare is one of the microsoft studios ips or development studios whatever and you know rare is attached to like donkey kong country and a lot of really awesome older games but that's it it's a kind of non sequitur because it's the equivalent of now na- if in like 20 years from now or 30 years from now Kojima Studios had no Kojima related to it at all but they resurrected it and they're like oh Kojima Studios like it's part of our like network now and they're going to come out with an exclusive game and like Hideo isn't there but it's still the same thing and i mean honestly i am a little bit interested they just did a, a bit of a teaser with what rare is working on right now. And it looks interesting to me, but to your point, George, it could very, I hope it's not the case, but it could very easily just be a B plus. Like it's a solid game, but you know, it's not the rare it used to be because mm-hmm. it can't be all those people. are Right. Gone.
0: But with this new subscription model where, you know, you're not dropping 60 for every maybe is this good? Try Try it
3: out.
1: Try it out.
0: Give them time. It would potentially give them all time to really develop, see what works, what doesn't.
3: What was it? uh, Fallout 74. Isn't that the new one? 76. 76. Yeah. When it came out, everyone was like, this is garbage. This absolutely sucks. They reworked it over time. And now people are starting to go back to it and having a good time.
2: Anthem is the new 76
3: Yeah, 76. They'll make a new
1: one. (laughs) (laughs)
0: 77.
1: Well, you know what? This is actually really interesting. I know we were trying to keep PC out of the conversation, but on this point specifically, it's really interesting when you compare it to the PC market because there's a bunch of different things going on there, like uh, GOG and Steam. And Epic Game Store and like all this different kind of stuff, and they are all yeah everywhere competing with each other like crazy. They have the giving away free games and all those mm-hmm. stuff. Um, George, you probably know a lot more about it than I do, but it does seem specifically to be a huge threat to Steam, even though Steam has been opening up more and like you know, there's a bunch of like this whole slew of library of all these different um, companies have started getting on the steam bandwagon like putting backlogs of old games on there and you know promising new stuff but it is still the model generally you don't get this like you buy into the subscription and then you can play all the steam games and just Mm -hmm. choose the ones you want or whatever so it's like even though you it seems like pc would be superior where you can like have whatever hardware you want and you can buy from all the different Mm -hmm. stores with the games that you want and all that stuff They do kind of now, like with both the consoles, the PlayStation and the Xbox, because they're promising this consistent visual fidelity and they're prioritizing multiplayer experience. And they now, with the distribution model, with the, you know, you just get a huge library for very cheap on top of your online subscription. It it just seems like that could be a steam killer. I know it's not the exact same audience, but Mm -hmm. when I hear that, I'm like, why am I? still paying full price for all these games when Mm -hmm. I can just basically a la carte test them out and have the demo experience. Get rid of them if you want. Yeah exactly. Mm -hmm. What do you think about that George?
2: I personally don't use it as a test it out. I like I play the full games because I hate paying $60 for a game that's you know I'm very very picky nowadays with like games that I play like I don't just play anything and I would say even the games that I am somewhat interested in, I don't all all the time finish it all the way through because it's just not holding me. Um so that's why I love the the Game Pass model, uh, where I can play the full game, you know, for ten, fifty whatever it is a month. And I get the full access to the game, like all the features. And I I will say too that a lot of times when the game comes to Game Pass, it's the full like gold edition of the game. Um, So it's not like just the bare base tier model. Granted, there's exceptions for some games, but a lot of the games it's like the Game of the Year edition or like the fully remastered version of a game. Those are the ones that are going on the Game Pass. So and you get all of the multiplayer experiences. There's like there's nothing there's no hindrance to it and then you know the uh, 95% of all those games are also on the PC so microsoft is just widening its uh customer base uh, so now you're not you're you're not just tethered to your console you know boxed ecosystem now you have opened the w- door wide open which i think is kind of the lure for playstation to do it granted they have this stupid touchpad on the controller that i can't use my xbox controller to play the the playstation exclusive games that use the touchpad but
0: (laughs) 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 xbox 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 we've been talking about xbox so much (laughs) i feel like there hasn't been enough playstation rep over here
3: all right we'll go go through some of the highlights then
0: And in the other corner we have PlayStation
3: 5. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just start off with the words PlayStation 5. Easily trackable. (laughs) You know where it is in line. There's no tens, 1s, 360s, or just So nice.
1: Yeah, I so feel like nice. In a weird turn of events, the Xbox naming conventions, Microsoft has in a strange way borrowed from the nonsense that is the way that Nintendo names their games. Because it's like Metroid, Metroid Samus Returns, Metroid Prime. <laughs> Where are we on the time scale now? I don't know. Metroid X, like what's happening? Our here?
0: New Super Mario br- Bros. Luigi's version gold
1: <laughs> edition <laughs> which is different than new Super Mario Bros. <laughs> yeah exactly.
0: Um, yeah they definitely well Xbox it seems to me have they're like they're doing their, their, their literal box just with awesome specs inside PlayStation's like no we need a rebrand and they're like let's get Kirby <laughs> uh (laughs) they're like let's make this thing look sexy yeah it's the Uh, porsche
1: it's it's the the porsche
0: mm -hmm. of consoles now Uh, so honestly
1: honestly based on what i know about you Mm -hmm. i'm surprised that the design appeals to you as much as it does i feel like there's a bit of overhyping happening right now
0: oh i'm definitely overhyping i'm not saying i dislike i like i hate my uh, black Brick. PS4. Um, you do not? It has Starth Vader? No, it has Darth Vader. I don't hate it. <laughs> compared to what is being offered now in terms of style, I like when they go out of the box. Yeah, it's um, new.
3: But I will say this, though. In the Xbox's defense,
0: uh-huh.
3: I like that it is something to fade away. Although it's a weird shape. It and is It's something. pretty big and fat and whatever. But, like, If I just want to put it in a TV, like, thing, it's just going to, like, no one's really going to pay attention to it. It's there. It's probably going to fit into the shadow. It's not going to be an eye drawer kind of thing.
1: I like to think of my consoles as Jeff Bezos likes to think of his employees, which is the more (laughs) invisible and quiet you are, the harder you work for me, the happier I am. So you
0: don't get any potty breaks because you don't even have a bladder. You're just a console. You're a horse. I'm just saying people who made fun of the (laughs) Apple trash can design cannot then say the Xbox is is wonderfully designed because it's basically the square version of the trash can Anyway, I'm just saying I like that they are going out there a little bit in terms of design. I'm really curious if their like blue LED light in there is going to mm-hmm. change colors cuz ha- they change colors now on um the PlayStation controllers like on the front. The colors change and it's really awesome and I'd love if that happened on console.
2: It'd be, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, people went uh, after maybe a few months. There will be videos out of people painting their white uh, PlayStation back to black.
0: We're gonna do it while you Um, No, I'm going to wait till my Horizon Zero Dawn 2 Special Edition PlayStation uh, to come out. (laughs) Because you know what's happening.
3: Prophesying right here. Hey, hey, we don't know what costs
0: are yet. That's the one thing they have not released yet with both these consoles are costs. Yeah,
3: nobody's touted anything.
0: It was true. Listen, we're not.
3: Xbox came out with one, what was it, when they came out with the, the one, they said it originally was like, what, like $500, 600 and then they lowered it when they heard the price of the PlayStation? Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah. So,
3: I mean, it might just be like, who shoots first?
0: But Exactly. Yeah, yeah. that's what it's gonna be. Yeah. So anyway, it basically when it comes to specs, um, the I've read that the GPU and the CPU hardware is a little bit uh, just a tiny bit better on the xbox but the one <clears throat> standout just a little bit but the one standout that the playstation was a lot better at was um the data stream the they put the playstation 5 can push out 5.5 gigabits uh for a second
3: mm-hmm. but the Versus xbox the- series
0: x can only do 2.4 which, which is interesting
3: because i thought the xbox load
0: times like crazy
3: which is interesting because i think the xbox's thing is like where the The newest fastest console
2: and who's to say too that that's like the the base model because they're like they're they're promising two different models so is it like that lower model is that or is it like that's the base model and who's to say two years after that they're going to put out another one that's better than what they have yep
0: who knows um they will i'm satisfied that both consoles can you know have have fast load times i'm not too concerned about that um, and like I don't it's know Just said the PlayStation
1: is twice as fast <laughs> you know. Know.
0: <laughs> well, like you know the PlayStation they went on about saying how they're restructuring the architecture of the GPU so it's like well what, what does that mean at the end of the day when you're playing what does that look like we don't really know yet just blue put
1: flashing a more lights. metal in it
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> we it's put totally all-
1: different <laughs> yeah. we put blue lights on it
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I mean I don't think the difference is big enough between the two consoles to really use that as a purchasing reason Mm -hmm. um it's
2: all about them games
0: what it's it's the games and price which they haven't released yet but um
3: and community what you really want out of it
0: yeah what do you want out of it so Mm -hmm. obviously playstation came out with their um live stream with a bunch of really beautiful diverse looking Games and sort of like you were talking about They're coming from studios that are pretty solid Um And they got their fan favorites in there Like Horizon Zero Dawn 2 looks awesome And the Spider-Man edition Um And there was a lot of Really interesting looking Like new original concepts Which Like I'm Super excited it's really hard to get me on A new IP I'm very Very selective about what I buy but there was a few there that I was really intrigued by. Mm. Which isn't the same. Like, it was also the same with Xbox, but it's sort of like you were saying earlier, a lot of them, we, I saw, I don't know, so many of them released cinematic trailers, so it's like, what's gameplay actually right. going to look like? I think it's just going to come down to, like, do you want your single-player experience or your multiplayer experience? Um, they They were promising, like, really, you know, pushing heavy emphasis on artful games (laughs) Um, which I definitely I think that is a a big difference I saw between the two presentations of Mm. it seemed like there was wider variety of Mm. looks um, like trying to cover a lot more hey you like this or maybe you like this I don't know here's a platter full of options wider variety
2: and that was something again uh, that I think that there's still a lot of early in development uh, games at Microsoft but they were like we have to show something because you know we're in kind of a crunch time of we got to show people our lineup because dadgummit, we got a console coming. Um, so it it is possible. I think that they could kind of curve, uh, that loss later on as the kind of bigger games are coming out and they have more to show. Uh, but from a, just like off the cuff, you know, at the start of the race, um, it's still like, okay, we're going to have to probably wait a while for all of these games that they're promising.
0: Which makes me think, like, it, even with the PlayStation, not a lot of them were for release this holiday season. It's.
2: Which is kind of what it was last time, too, right? Yeah, yeah it just kind of came out.
0: I don't understand that. Like, I have no desire to buy a Xbox or PlayStation this holiday season. Immediately. It's like I said, I'm going to wait till the game. I really want to play comes out, and most likely with a special edition packaged with the console. Yeah. Um, oh, uh, another thing I wanted to mention too was it looks like Xbox is going to come out with a terabyte internal storage, and PlayStation Five only with 825 gigabytes. But something to note is that they're both really pushing a cloud solution, a cloud save solution. Yeah.
3: I mean, also at this point, I mean, I have a one terabyte on, my Xbox. Mm -hmm. I I mean, granted, I play a lot of games, so I went through that really quickly, but they also have external storage ones that you can just get for... It's really not that big of a deal if it's 800 or or a terabyte. You're going to end up... If you play enough games, you're going to get an external one. Mm -hmm. I mean, cloud's great. I just don't know how reliable it is, depending on your internet connection and stuff.
2: I want to say... It was a PlayStation uh, kind of saying that they're making their own kind of if you want to expand that they're making uh accessories that are patented for you know playstation uh that you can buy to increase your storage
0: i don't know about that but i, I know i just have a um like a classic western digital hard drive currently hooked mm-hmm. up to my playstation for i mean that i got works one that perfectly has an between yeah <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so that's just that's not like a deal breaker for me at Mm -hmm. all Um,
3: honestly it's even smarter if they come out with a lower version for those out there want mm -hmm. a quick save tip cheaper get the 500 and then buy a one terabyte hard drive for like 50 bucks and you there you go you just save about 200 dollars.
0: yeah i do get worried about the push for cloud solutions save solutions Mm -hmm. because like my internet's hit or miss yeah. A freaking comcast freaking comcast so i prefer to have just enough storage on my console to have my active games on and then mm-hmm. whatever my separate storage solution is for all the stuff i have played
2: yep one thing i did read though uh it's, it's coming back to me now that because of the new ssds that are really unique to both consoles I don't know, until, at least at the beginning, how much third-party hard drives it'll be compatible uh, because they're they're custom-built for for the consoles. Who knows?
3: We will wait and see on that one. The jury's out.
0: George, I'm not so sure about what Xbox is providing in this realm, but I know when I watched the PlayStation stream, they were they went on a lot about their new audio tech that they're developing yeah. for the 3D immersive audio. Um, that is something that really excites me because I just I don't know I'm closing my Im- eyes and imagining myself in the forest in their eyes in their uh, and horizon dawn oh yeah hearing things all around me well it'd be
2: interesting too if they like make remasters of games and then if they add that in as well the Unreal Engine that a lot of games are using supports that now just the the, the hardware tech hasn't been up to par to be able to implement it on a lot of games
0: if you haven't already check out the Unreal Engine five. Whew demo it was awesome it, mm-hmm. t- it did talk about like tying audio to the 3d environment yeah so. that
2: was that was really that's cool exciting. That was. yeah and that's the thing too is like uh, there's newer versions of older game engines that are getting updated because now we're you know we're in this transition phase so you know games that use their own custom engines are getting updated they have the new slip space engine for halo uh i don't know of a whole lot of games from sony that uses their own custom engines Aside from what was built for uh Horizon Zero Dawn, I know they have their own. It's a lot of cool, exciting things that are coming, at least from the Unreal Engine uh point, the two main things that they did that they talked about in the tech demo was the ability to now render uh objects and stuff that you can import into their engine that are from ZBrush or CAD or some of the major modeling programs at no compromise in quality and no hiccups uh, with importing into the, the program. Now, you can import those designs that have millions and billions of polygons, which is extremely high levels of detail, into there with no you know drawbacks, essentially, uh, which is exciting because now you'll get Hollywood wait. filmic-like <laughs> uh, uh, stuff that would usually be something that would be rendered in a movie can now be rendered uh, inside a
0: game engine. Side note: Go look up the video about how the Mandalorian backgrounds were made and used. Uh, they used Unreal engines for and projection mapping yes. to like wa- live shooting, having that interact characters interact with the camera and
2: yeah,
0: it's, it's just bananas. Awesome.
2: It's Unreal, <laughs> yeah. ah. <But> ups.
3: <laughs> that's right i've been waiting on that for a while now nice <laughs> you used it at the right time it's <laughs> a great effect yeah
0: so i just imagine that in in games too so the conclusion to all of this is that i'm buying an xbox <laughs> <laughs> what games do you like <laughs> there you go go to your exclusive game console I definitely think that the Xbox Game Pass is a giant uh, draw for Xbox. I will give you that. Um, But I think until they can prove solid games from their new exclusive developers, that's something I wouldn't put money on until years into that.
3: And I will give that PS5... Has uh, a really sleek design.
0: <laughs> that's why and you would uh, buy it, right? Just get uh, the outside.
3: <laughs> but I wouldn't put money on that either.
0: <laughs> well, you ended up buying a PS4 just for those few We're games not you mentioning
3: played. mentioning this. Um, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. And I was also selling my PS4 because <laughs> I don't play it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you played the few games you wanted, and now you're that's true, you it That's true. I'm
3: done. I played them. I'm
0: done. Um, I was reading
2: that there's like a I lot mean, of backlash about the, the PS5 design. There's, there's really? like, a lot of memes and mm-hmm. stuff that have been generated from the way that it looks. Well, of course.
3: By the non-toxic Xbox Right, right, community. right. Oh, exactly, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. exactly. The passionate <laughs> yeah. Xbox community, I'm sure. Yeah. Very passionate. Right. Yeah. Well, uh uh-huh.
0: yeah, I think when it comes down to even, like, the look of it, even the detractors aren't, you know, those... They're not going to not buy this console just because of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so they can make fun of it all they want.
2: <laughs> can I be honest though? Like um, I have, I yeah, have to say it. it. I have to say it. Why mm-hmm. does PlayStation still? Why is it? Why are they still implementing the touchpad?
3: Some, I, well, someone's like, this is great.
0: We need to keep this. <laughs> this is
3: this it's is so useful to the player's <laughs> experience.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to think about if i've ever used it you know what i will say i like about it not the touching bit but because it takes up like the entire center of my controller controller. so many like going to the map or a main menu and so many of the playstation games require just pressing it
3: one big old button
0: it's one giant button and that's really nice. Mm-hmm.
3: Um, also, kind of sleek[s] out the design a little bit.
0: <laughs> um, I have the special Star Wars controller, so I have uh-huh. Star Wars uh, like, yeah. beveled. It Where, like, I notice in Nintendo games, like I'm playing Animal Crossing like crazy right now, and I have to go, I have to press the tiny little home button that's in an awkward space to go to my main menu every single time, and it's really annoying. Um, huh. So I I think that it's not really the fact that it's a touchpad; it's just that it's a giant button, <laughs> <And that's laughs> is true. what I like about it.
3: I mean, uh, Xbox controllers have two little buttons. Um, <laughs> saying this, it's more than one. Oh, and it's they're pretty conveniently placed.
0: Are they big buttons?
3: I mean, they're big enough for you to aim. <laughs> yeah, you don't need like one of those needle things. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so yeah, I think overall it's like I'm personally I'm really split down the middle because my girlfriend is a PlayStation person.
1: Uh it just
0: comes down to. um, (laughs) Okay.
2: And but yet I've you know my my history has been with Xbox. So but from the showcase perspective, I lean more towards the PlayStation just because there's a more it looks the games look more interesting. Not to say that you know, Microsoft can't surprise me, but from at least from a showcase standpoint, it's like, uh if I had to buy one versus the other right here, right now, I'd probably do PlayStation.
0: Wow.
2: But that okay. also. You already hear but it, folks. There's a there's a but, <laughs> but that also hinges on if. PlayStation can give me a online experience, not so much just purely multiplayer but just like overall just like the store, just like how everything works and functions, the user interface, if it works as good or even remotely as good as Xbox then you'll really have me. What about everybody else?
0: Yeah, I'm I'm not really budging from the PlayStation. Like I Halo looks really beautiful and I've always wanted to play it But it's not worth Just for one exclusive
3: right. You say that now But Buying an Xbox. I said that about The Playstation 4
0: Yeah but you bought Like three exclusives <laughs>
3: <laughs> You just wait There will be two more <laughs> And when it gets to three to <laughs> hold you to that Three is my limit
1: Yeah, there
0: is a limit. Well, we briefly touched on this on another podcast, but didn't you say, George, you don't necessarily need the Xbox to play Xbox games anymore? If you have Game Pass, you could play it on a PC. So are they making their own console irrelevant? Um, Could I have a PlayStation and then pay the subscription for a few months to play whatever Xbox exclusive games I want to play? I
2: don't know if Microsoft is so much like heavily, heavily pushing, like you have to buy this new console, you know, because they have this new marketplace. Whereas, like, PlayStation is you kind of have to buy the console because that's, that's all their gaming entertainment comes from is that console.
3: And maybe they're using that to make PlayStation put the price out there first because they're not in any rush.
0: Like, we don't care if you buy this, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and whatever.
2: even with the uh, X Cloud thing, it's like you won't even necessarily have to have a console or PC. You can have your phone and do it.
0: Ew, mm. no. Uh, we'll
2: never uh, be on that.
3: Don't. Nope. Mm. Granted, I don't have a great phone it's to begin for those with.
0: Fortnite kids that play <laughs> out Fortnite
3: little vices. Cool shit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and that's kids a- these days.
3: <laughs> they don't know what video games are really like. So uh, Robert, you've been awfully quiet. I don't know anything about load screens. Stupid load screen.
0: What what's your what what are your thoughts on on this? PS4, Xbox Series X. PS5. Ah. Uh oh. Um,
3: don't say Nintendo. <laughs> <It didn't
1: count. laughs> I'm surprised. Yeah, Nintendo. No, I'm really surprised by the direction that Microsoft is going in, to be honest. Overall, I don't really care. I'm just, uh, the, the consoles are not doing anything to get my attention
2: sure
1: i mean i can even get like the backlog of the playstation exclusives on my pc now if i just wait long enough i can play exactly i can play horizon zero dawn i just in the ps now and the game pass are both on pc i mean just like you know you gotta do better than that so i'm saying (laughs) pc is where it's
2: at
3: (laughs) there it is and we started trying to not say next generation
0: (laughs) no console just pc um I mean, I think I'm going to be the only, like, true console advocate in this group because... I
3: like console uh, okay. more than I like PC. Good. I mean, I have, a, I have a crazy good PC to do it with. Yeah. I but s- I'd rather just be on console.
0: Yeah. I, I, I sit on a com- at a computer all day. E3, back when they were, we released Xbox One and PS4, but they're all like, we want to make this your home entertainment console. Yep. Like, I still view it that way. That's like, the way I
3: think of it, too. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, I use it to access anything, mm-hmm. I you know, entertainment in mm-hmm. the living
3: room, so, yeah, I play all my movies um, on there. Well, besides my mm-hmm. smart TV, I guess now I've got like four things that go to Netflix.
0: Yeah, I mean that's why I'll probably always get a console until the TVs are so smart that they're just basically computers. And then that's where Google Stadia is looking. That's they're like we're going to be part of that. We're going to be part yeah. of the smart TV. Google Stadia is not well, going to last. Right.
3: If you had asked me <laughs> two years ago if like a new generation was going to come out, I would have said it was going to be like a TV, mm. like. Xbox, whatever it would have been at that point, would have been a 4K TV, but it's a game system.
0: Have you yeah. heard of the Nintendo Switch? And it's, well, what I'm saying is, <laughs> is it's gonna be
3: like a, that's what I said two years ago. Okay. It's like it's gonna be like a four. There's gonna be a 4K option. There's gonna be a 8K option TV, and they're gonna. That's how they're gonna like differentiate in the speed and the internet connections and all that kind of stuff. But it's all gonna be just a TV, and it's gonna be this like iMac but giant.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure this will be a very different conversation in another 10 years. Um.
3: It will be a TV. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying we'll, it now. We'll it's going to go into the It won't be a TV. It'll be a
2: freaking hologram.
3: <laughs> yeah. Uh. It, will be, it will be a projector. <laughs> to go on everyone's home entertainment. There we go. And
2: it, and it won't be a, a uh, it'll just be your entertainment table. It'll just have like a little disc in yes. the middle and it'll just yeah.
3: Oh, it will be it'll be 3D and it'll be like floaty and stuff. Okay, we got way off topic here. <laughs> it'll be a spinal implant. Which is like full immersion. <gasps>
1: oh god, you just sit down the on the console your, is in your body. Oh. And it's coming it's from
3: Jeff Bezos. It will <laughs> be a chip. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: There you have it folks. We've predicted the future. Can't wait for it. We
3: started off so well.
2: <laughs> so it's just like I see the consoles as not being a thing in the next fifteen, ten, fifteen years. Anyway, I'm kind of tired out of all the the different consoles and we're giving you this, but over here we're giving you this, you know.
0: Same. It'll come down to the content on it and price. So
3: And who you want to play with.
0: And who you wanna play with. Yep.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Awesome. Well, I I'm sure this will be a very funny conversation in another <laughs> five years. Be like, haha, look at what we said.
2: Well it was great to have Mark on
3: the <laughs> podcast today. Thanks for joining us, Mark. Yeah, it's good to hear all you guys' voices. That was a good excuse to hang out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah.
0: Always like to get other opinions besides ours, our little echo chamber of Nintendo, Nintendo, we love you.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, I will be in the Xbox corner for quite a bit longer. Yeah. So
2: Cool, I'm counting that. Well, that's all the time we have for this week. Thanks for hanging out, and we'll see you next time. Yay!
3: The winner is. Luigi.